Hey, so um, I'm just going to keep talking. Next day, what is today's day? It is um, Monday, February the 1st, 2021. Um, and so my life at this time is listening to other podcasts. And there's several people I absolutely adore. And one of them is Joe Rogan. Another one is Tim Dillon and the venerable Lex Friedman. Um, so I listen to Dave Chappelle and, uh, and he's another one who I love. Um, and yes, I love Jesus too. Um, I've also been stuck in bed for, for the past 14 months. And so what I can tell you is in the midst of my pain is, uh, what I've been listening to. And yesterday I listened to Joe Rogan talk to Jim, our neighbor. Um, and let's talk about bravery. What does bravery look like for me at this time? Bravery looks like uh, being honest about my pain. Um, Yesterday, when I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, the Joe Rogan experience, and Jamar Neighbors talking about the fact that he went to clown school. Who do you know goes to clown school? But he he created a character called, I may be saying this wrong, um, it's a, an individual named Dino Stompinopoulos, but he's half man and half dinosaur. And you got to understand Jamar is a black man. He's a beautiful black man. And he talks about how, um, he would, he goes to these classes on how to be a client. A clown because when he was 17 years old and he had a, de- a desire to do stand up comedy, he didn't know how to do it, so he went to clown school. And um, I have no idea how old he is now, I'm guessing he's in his late 20s. But he literally was vulnerable enough to um, talk about his character, Dino Stompinopoulos. And I guess you can see his character on Instagram but that's someone you might want to talk about or go check out. Um, along with Dino Stompinopoulos, Joe Rogan and this beautiful black man named Jamar talks about um, the problem of needing to not be offended um, and how it cr- interrupts creativity. And he says you can't swear you, um, and you can't do anything crazy because you got a, lot, you got a bunch of... Um, executives and their mortgages um, riding on your show. And I think that would be really, really difficult. And as I was listening to this and thinking about it, I was like, I am so grateful for Joe Rogan. Um, These beautiful men have just encouraged me to be honest seeing how I'm a Christian and I'm in chronic pain, it's like, and I'm stuck in my bedroom. 
and my friends that call themselves my friends don't call me and they haven't for months what am I trying to pretend to be um I just what's the point God knows me I know God so um when I was five years old I chose to believe in Jesus. It was an act of faith. I literally walked into my parents' bedroom. No, because I needed to be alone. My little sister was in her bedroom, was in our bedroom that we shared. And I went into my mom and dad's bedroom and um, no one was around. I got on my knees and I asked Jesus to be in my heart, to come into my heart, to reside within me. It was a purposeful decision that I made when I was five years of age. And I was kneeling before my parents' bed. That was made, of course, because my mom makes made her bed every day, I think. With my hands folded. And I asked Jesus to come into my heart. That's the terminology that was used at the Daily Vacation Bible School. But beyond that, I want you to know that... Uh, It was a decision and a purposeful choice that I made at five years of age. Um, But as I sit here in a bedroom for basically 14 months on February 12th, it'll be 14 months of pain by myself I call it God's waiting room I've had a lot of time to think um so here I am uh and I've listened to Joe Rogan and there's a lot of things I can contribute positive things that I can contribute to listening to him because I've been introduced to Lex Friedman, Tim Dillon, Michael Malik's, I mean, Malice, sorry, Michael, all these things. Um, but basically, it's so important to not um, be drawn into these contractual agreements where others are writing, um, they basically word for word what Joe Rogan said they're hitching up their caboose to your cart writing on their writing on your show um he said there's nothing more rewarding than honest creativity unimpeded by wealthy elites and then I think I've got nothing to lose so here we go. So on top of that, I listened to Bill Burr complain about, and I wrote these notes. So he just complained about angry white women, which is hilarious. Um, so Bill Burr, B-U-R-R, you can find his podcast on um, Spotify. But he just literally complains for like an hour and a half to two hours. Can you imagine a white angry male from Boston complaining about uh, what do you call it 
I can't even think right now. Just the need to, um, the cultural need to, for perfection, whatever that, whatever perfection means, I don't even know anymore. Um, and then I started listening to Tim Dillon. I was introduced to Tim Dillon, um, through the Joe Rogan podcast, who is a surprisingly gay man who is loved by Joe Rogan, Lex Friedman, um, and is a, and his schizophrenic mother. Um, and of course me, I mean, I love this man. I'd probably follow him around. If I were to ever meet, um, Tim Dillon, I'd probably follow him around with a weird (laughs) grin on my face and just be happy to be in his presence because he's an honest presence. Um, obviously I've written notes because I can't remember anything right now because of this headache, um, that I've been dealing with, with since 12, 12, 2019, but whatever, who cares? Um, he said something. So I think him and I, I think he's a generation X and I'm a generation X. Um, I'm going to repeat this as best as I can, but he met with Lex Friedman, who I absolutely love. Um, from the best of my understanding, here's what I understand about Lex Friedman. He's Russian and he's got this beautiful, um, face and he's got a poetic heart and he's Russian and his parents are Russian and he came over to the United and they came to the United States. He was still learning the English language, but what I, from what I understand, uh, listening to Joe Rogan podcast, because my world is super small right now. Um, people that know who are born into the Russian language learn other languages a lot easier. So he, so Lex Friedman, who is Russian, came to the United States as a teenager, if you can imagine. That had to be rough. Um, and he he learned the English language as a teenager. Um, but so Lex Friedman, who I do have a crush on, because he is an AI and I've just discovered him and he seems like a truly authentic person. Um, and you can find him on YouTube or Spotify. Um, but he interviewed, uh, see my brain is having a hard time right now because of the headache. Um, Tim Dillon. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh the surprisingly gay man who I'm in love with. Um, But Tim Dillon and Lex Friedman had a conversation and he said something so intrinsically important. He said, this is what he says about, I believe it's Generation X. He says, my generation was given the worst advice. The advice was follow your dreams do what makes you happy. Um, and then he talks about his, his, I think it was a father figure in his life. Um, people came up to him and said, we're going to remember your dad for all kinds of reasons. 
Um, and they talked about fun people who want to die. Which I think is very interesting. Because I'm a fine, fun person. And there's days, most days, I think six out of seven days of the week, because of this headache issue, I wake up wanting to die. And yet I honor life. So how do you do that? Um, Tim Dillon said something that was really interesting. He said, do you know how fun somebody needs to be to get into two boating accidents? And then he says, most people are not suited for cottage industry. The cottage industry of life, coaches, and gurus that tell people that they have to own their own businesses, be their own boss, I can't read my writing, and be a disruptor. And get into new industries. Turning the page. That's incredibly unrealistic. For most people who aren't suited. Who aren't suited for that. It's very light on the specifics. On how they're supposed to do that. I think my generation got horrible advice. From their parents and teachers that advice was follow your dreams and that was it by the way there was no are your dreams realistic what happens if they don't work out will your dreams make you happy are your dreams real you can be anything you want to be it's just horrible advice um worst advice you could ever give any generation the worst advice you could give ever give any generation of people think about it and then he says think about it again if you were talking to someone and trying to make them succeed is there two pieces of worst advice you could give anyone is follow your dreams and you could be anyone you want to be I think me as a Gen Xer, I totally get it. Uh, that's me ripping these notes off and getting rid of them and throwing them out. Um, the last, so those are just the thoughts for the day. I think they're beautiful. I think they're honest. And I wish, I truly hope for the Christian community to be just as honest. But unfortunately, that's not the case. Also, the next time I submit a podcast episode is going to be about quote unquote magic mushrooms is silly Sybin. Um, the potential for support and help when it comes to uh, getting help. Um, it's not my Christian community that's giving me any support I am stuck in my bed I don't ever talk to anyone people forget others who are in pain and this is a devastating truth 
also my f- most recent episode when it, when I stated the name Holly that's not necessarily a good thing but it's going to create a space for conversation with that person because uh, my last episode I talked about the church service that I had gone to most recently how there's n- no conversation after church the pastor's wife the deacon's wife whatever you want to call them they're in their 30s and in all honesty I don't think they know what the blank they're doing um, I don't want to say the F word because I don't want to be disrespectful but I want to be respectful and authentic to who I am because this whole process has been really painful and it's other people who don't know Jesus who haven't accepted them into their quote-unquote heart that have spoken more deeply to me than anyone in my own community and that is the heartbreaking thing because I think I'm more accepted by people who don't believe in Jesus than people who do as I wipe the tear from my eye But I'm at point I'm at a point in my life that all I can do is be honest with you. And I just might end up crying every episode. So the question is, can you be honest with me? And patient with me because I want to be patient and honest with you. I love you all. Have a most beautiful day. Amen. So I'm listening to Bill Burr right now and um, he I think he walks away from the microphone and yells and then he comes back and it's the funniest thing in the world. Um, and then he talks about n- trying to be woke and it's really funny. Everybody should listen to him. That's all I got to say. Bye. <laughs>